Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Satoshi at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is December the 12th and what a great day it is as always. I have had an incredible weekend. I spent much of my weekend talking to individuals that were listeners of the show, of the station, uh, really fond of the information that they have been getting about financial literacy and all of the things that are entailed in both shows, uh, Lynn Richardson's show, as well as my show. Folks go to Lynn Richardson for the old money stuff, and they come to me for the new money stuff. However, there are some things that I'm always sharing because I am an educator first, and so some things kind of intertwine, but it's really, really always good to hear from the listeners, uh, to get their thoughts to get how they really feel and or what they need me to cover more and I understand a lot of you are new listeners from again polling those individuals that were at the fabulous homecoming celebration of our now mayor we can stop saying mayor elect because today was the big day so of our mayor mayor Karen Bass. It was an incredible event. We met so many great people out in the streets of Lamert Park. It was incredible. The performances by Club Nouveau and Brian McKnight and the young lady, Guapale, that was her name, Guapale, did an incredible job. And um, it just was a great event. But again, just uh, speaking with individuals about the show, a lot of people are still new to cryptocurrency and just trying to figure it out. They're listening in. And I want to say that the more you listen in and the more repetitive information that you get about cryptocurrency, it actually helps you a lot. And so I am doing this show in lieu of some of the other things that I was doing on a daily basis where we repeated the same thing over and over and over. And you would be surprised as to how many people just sat there to listen because the repetitiveness of this particular industry can be beneficial to you and when you get bored and when you think you know all that you need to know then there's something up else that comes up and you learn something different I can say as early as Friday I was learning some things about Bitcoin stacks S-T-A-X something that I had heard about and people were trying to get me involved in and I was just really trying to um, I don't want to say avoid right now 
around figuring out stacks, but it's something that I've had to start putting my thinking cap on around and really start going down this rabbit hole because we want to be holistic. And in order to be holistic with our money, with our funds, with our cryptocurrency, We've got to learn new things always, and we've got to be open to seeing what's out there. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, this is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Laundry products. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So there were a couple of things that I want to just bring up that happened this weekend because it was an incredible weekend. KBLA is so absolutely phenomenal. First and foremost, of course, our mayor took the stage and she talked to us about what her first line of business was going to be in the Los Angeles area. And it just happens to be something that is near and dear to my heart. And that is the homeless population. And that is because when I go downtown on the east side of downtown, it's almost 98 percent African-Americans on the streets of L.A. And so it's always been near and dear to my heart. If you look at any of my social media, I've been talking about this for a long time. And I actually put together a plan for the city of Los Angeles as it relates to the homeless and getting some Bitcoin into their possession. And so I understand that Bitcoin is a long-term play. And so I am looking forward to partnering with someone that's doing the right now work and that's right now getting them off the street into housing. But what does the long term look like? We can do all these things, but if they don't have any finances or any uh, substantial amount of money coming to them in the in the future, then they'll never be able to acquire a home or anything like that. And so my plan is to get Bitcoin into their wallets, a wallet that they control, but there's going to be some checks and balances along the way. But we're looking at about five to 10 years for Bitcoin to appreciate in price. And then these individuals will have something to take and utilize to actually purchase a home in the very near future. And it was called, or it is called the Bitcoin Homeless Project. And so I can't wait to present this to uh, our fabulous mayor. And so that's something that I was just absolutely stoked about this weekend. That was the almost the only thing she talked about a lot of other things but that was something that stuck out to me and so i'm excited about the bitcoin homeless project and the fact that it may see the day of light with our new mayor and our new city and help thousands and thousands of people that are on the street have something for the future not right now but for the future and not get rich quick they are understanding that this will be something that will help them acquire their homes in the future if they choose to have a home instead of rent. So this is something that I'm excited about. The other thing that I'm excited about that happened this weekend is my husband and I 
were actually guests on the show called Let's Get Intimate with Dr. Jashana Johnson. And um, if you didn't listen to the show this weekend, please do so so that. (coughs) Excuse me there. Um, so that you can hear everything that we were talking about. I heard yesterday from some individuals that had been listening to the show that it was a great show, that they enjoyed what we were talking about and that we were very transparent. And we're hoping that we can help as many families, as many individuals as we can as they listen in to uh, some of the things that we were saying Uh, as it relates to our relationship and about what we do with our spending and some of the other things that we do to really safeguard one of the biggest problems that we find in marriages, which is money. Um, And so money is a big divider of families, uh, specifically in this last couple of years. And so we talked about some of the things that we do to just really keep ourselves grounded and making sure that each one of us are included and um, sharing information with each other, because that's a big deal. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, please go back and listen to Let's Get Intimate with Dr. Jasana Johnson, and that was on Saturday and Sunday. So you can listen to her podcast or you can go to um, KBLA.com and you can actually listen to that as they post the show for this weekend. And so I'm very honored and pleased to have been her guest on Saturday. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so let's jump into the cryptocurrency conversation. Uh, We're going to do our market update right after we do this quote. And I'm going to do this quote because, as I talked about the Bitcoin homeless project, um, we cannot at all just look past the fact that there are so many things in this world that everyone is not afforded the opportunity to participate in. And so this quote says it all. It says, what I love about crypto is it's non-discriminatory, regardless of your gender, your education, your cultural background, and crypto, everyone is equal. It's a true manifesto of decentralization. And I absolutely love that. And that is why I wholeheartedly feel that our community is going to benefit from the decentralization. And further than that, our friends without addresses will definitely be able to benefit, even if we just get a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin into their wallets right now. They will be uh, forever changed, I believe, in the next five to 10 years. And yes, for those of you that are thinking about uh, what they're going to be able to do with this hundred dollars, if it eventually, let's just say it even turns into a thousand dollars. I'm not even going to go any further than that. But how do they cash it out? How will we continue to keep them from using it for the wrong things? Uh, We've already thought about those things. We've thought about having what a, um, a 
through a, a private key for them, but they're going to need the private key. Uh, they'll have their private key, but they're going to have to have a multi that multi that multi signature just basically means. I'm sorry, ladies. That multi-signature means that they have a private key and so will another organization or an organization leader as well as maybe someone that does case management so that we can make sure the right thing is done at the right time. That being said, for those of you that have multiple children or if you're in a group of individuals that hold Bitcoin, you may in fact want to get a multi-sig wallet. Now, yes, you're still going to utilize your Ledger wallet and we're going to talk about our Ledger and me course a little bit later in the in the in the show but a multi-sig wallet allows for the ability to have two to three people or two to three entities or three two or um we call them devices that have to be all in sync in order to release the Bitcoin. So with that, if I'm an individual by myself and I have a multi-sig wallet and the company that I use or I like to use, I'll talk about them as well. Uh, they're called CASA. C-A-S-A. -S and uh, there's some discounts that you can get from CASA. So don't go to CASA directly. You can if you want to pay full price. But we have some di discounts that you can have through CASA. But that being said, if I'm just an individual that wants a multi-sig wallet, what that would mean for me would be that the key is on my cell phone, but I also have to confirm on my laptop and I also have to confirm, let's just say on my desktop. So that gives me three places to really make sure that they all have to be in sync, which entitles only me to pull my Bitcoin because I'll be on my phone, my laptop and my desktop at the same time because I know that's the only way to move my cryptocurrency. Now for a group, a group of individuals that are, let's just say you're investing and people ask this all the time. If you're investing in Bitcoin, who holds the Bitcoin? Let's just say it's XYZ investment company. Well, you don't want to give all the private keys to your president because if your president decides to just skip town or go out of the country then he has access to all of your bitcoin and no one ever knows what somebody is going to do so you always want to make sure that there is no single point of failure meaning if that president died that nobody has access to that Bitcoin. And so what you do is you get a multi-sig wallet where the president, maybe the vice president and the treasurer all have the keys, but all two or three of them are needed to release the Bitcoin from that wallet. And that is the beauty of multi-sig. 
people do this with their children as well. If they have two or three children or maybe a niece or nephew that they want to be able to inherit the Bitcoin that they're saving, they will then make it and set it up where two or three of those individuals, two or three of the children have to come together with um, their portion, not their portion of the key per se, but where they all have to agree that moving of this Bitcoin is what they're going to do just based on what your will is or your trust or whatever. And so that's what multi-sig is. So we're going to do multi-sig for the Bitcoin homeless project. So ladies and gentlemen, we have thought through this long and hard. We're going to make sure that along the way to the five to 10 years that these individuals are going to get the mental health that they need. And they're going to have to check in and make sure that everything is copacetic, but they're also going to be responsible for holding on to their keys. But we've also thought about the fact that on the streets of Los Angeles, and I'm not sure how this is going to play out as we move forward, but we also know that these encampments just all of a sudden one morning are met by a trash truck and they sweep up and take all of their goods and belongings and just throw them in the trash. Now, what if their seed words are in that bundle of trash that's being collected or thrown away and it's not trash to them, it's their treasures, but that's the way things have been happening in the city. But what if those seed words uh, get swept up and taken away or they lose them? Then they'll have a counselor as well as someone else who holds a key. So once we identify that friend without an address, we can make sure that this Bitcoin belongs to this person specifically. And then we can release it to do what needs to be done to get them into housing. And so we've really thought long and hard about this. And again, I'm excited about it. And I just got that text as I was talking like what happens with uh, the friends without addresses if they lose their Bitcoin uh, their keys their private keys because we know that they might not have the same cell phone when we set this thing up and we know that a lot of people are using what what we call on the streets of Obama phone and they go through Obama phones after Obama phone after Obama phone so we cannot expect them to have the same phone or hold on to the passwords correctly for the next five to ten years so we're going to do something to safeguard that and I again am super excited about this program being able to even see the day of light a day of life and and even if they look at it and they say okay we're gonna wait to do this um, I'll be glad about that I've already put together a group of individuals that are willing to donate the Bitcoin needed to do this for the, the friends without addresses here in Los Angeles. And they know how near and dear this project is to me. And so I'm excited. And um, I got off track again as I read that text message. I wanted to make sure that I got that question answered. But the market update today is looking great. Bitcoin Bitcoin is at $17,181 as we speak. It is up 0.70% in the last hour and it is up 
0.29% in the last 24 hours. And in the last seven days, it's up 1.25%. And so all that means, ladies and gentlemen, especially if you're dollar cost averaging, that we're going to get a little less Satoshis today than we did a week ago. And we're going to have to be very diligent in not wanting the price to go too high too soon because we want to make sure that we are able to stack enough Satoshis so that when this price does rise, which we all think it is going to do, we want to make sure that we have enough Satoshi's under our belt and I'm excited about this ladies and gentlemen because there are so many indicators that we are doing the right thing at the right time and so I'm going to share some of those things with you when we come forward I also want to say to each and every one of you that are listening that this Friday is my hundredth show and we're going to be doing something special for all the listeners and so I'm excited about that and so I want you to make sure that you tap in because I've got a free gift for each and every listener that sends me an email and we're going to start and lead up to this Friday which is the 100th show for Ahead of the Crypto Curve and so I'm excited it's just going to be a great week so if you would love to send uh, any information so that we can get the prize or the or the gift out to you. You can just send me an email at asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Again, ask a safe place to go loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range. And don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. And before we were coming forward, we were actually talking about the market update. And so right now, Bitcoin is trading at 17181 I told you all that it was up in the last hour, 24 hours, and seven days. But Ethereum is exactly the same. Ethereum is trading at $1,273. It's up 1.47% in the last hour and 0.39% in the last 24 hours and 1.2% in the last seven days. Um, In the last seven days. And so as I look at the charts, as I always do, I am seeing that some of these fabulous altcoins, that is what we call coins that are alternatives to Bitcoin, altcoins, A-L-T. Some of these other altcoins that we tell you all or suggest to you to stay away from are in the red, a lot of red. And I don't see that a lot of them are doing great. You know, most of the time when Bitcoin is all green, there are at least three or four that are all green all the way across. Ethereum is following that pattern, but there are so many other ones that are not. And I cannot help but think about the fact that there is going to be and continue to be so much hype behind several of these cryptocurrencies because they need us to buy them. 
They need us to buy these cryptocurrencies so that their worth can continue to grow, their wealth can continue to grow. And they keep talking about these projects. And and I'm going to say right now, because there's no real checks and balances, there's a lot of people that are saying that they're doing a lot of business with individuals that they are not doing business with. And I actually, um, I don't want to call out any coins right now, but I will just tell you, buyer beware, as I always have said, they make fabulous websites, they have fabulous marketing marketing pieces, and you want to make sure that you are doing your due diligence. So again, you're going to either use CoinMarketCap or there's a couple of other ones that you can use. I just prefer Coin Market Cap because it's been around for a long time and it's really straightforward. You go to Coin Market Cap if you're interested in investing in something other than Bitcoin. Again, that is called an altcoin, alternative coin. Uh, you can go ahead and you can um, you can go on Coin Market Cap to do that. And um, you can click on the coin that you are trying to research, and you can go ahead and go to their website. You can find out who the owner is, which tells you that it's not decentralized, even though they say so, even though that they argue that it's decentralized. I almost can guarantee you that is not decentralized. I really firmly believe that Bitcoin is the only decentralized coin that no one can tamper with or change the blockchain or do any of those things. But some of these other coins that um, some of these other coins that individuals are talking to you about, they're starting these new marketing campaigns, and they're going to come out around 2023 at the beginning of the year. And that's why I'm trying to gear our community up to stay away, because they're going to play off the fact that you just spent a bunch of money for Christmas, and you're going to try to find a way to catch up. And Because a lot of people are in the mindset of get rich quick, they're going to have something for you to get rich quick with. And it's going to be get quick, lose your money. It's not going to be get rich quick. Now, a couple of people may make 10000 100000 50000 And those individuals will get on there and be the mouthpiece because they have nothing to lose because they've made a massive amount of money, in their opinion. But ladies and gentlemen, the majority of people that go to those type of crypto casinos do not win. And I call them crypto casinos all the time. If you're going to roll the dice and you're going to, you're going to just go for broke, then you definitely can get involved in some of these altcoin projects. But if you are wanting to go slow, sure, and steady, you really need to look at what matters the most. And that, again, is decentralization and all of those things um, and just portability. And there's just so many other aspects to this. It's not just uh, about having a whole bunch of coins to kind of throw stuff up on the wall and see what sticks because this is not the space. We don't have the time or the money to be losing and we don't have the time to be wasting. And uh, my husband and I had a very deep conversation this, this actual weekend, not because we were on Dr. Johnson's show, but just in general, because we're always talking about what it looks like. Uh, for our future, but what it looks like for the future of our community across this United States. 
And we already know that we have got to get our acts together. We are in the final stages of a wealth transfer. We're in the middle of it. It's happening. And we've got to figure out how we have more money at the end of this thing than less. And we've got to figure out how we get on the other side of middle class as opposed to staying. uh, I don't even know how many people are even going to be able to stay in the middle class. And the rest of the folks are just going to not have any chance at all because it's going to be too far gone. And so we've really got to buckle down and focus and get planning. And so with that, that leads me to something else that I usually do every single year. At the beginning of the year, I have a vision board party. Now in the past, we've done the vision board party right there in Inglewood at the office, and we'll probably do it there again unless we sell out like last year. It was just absolutely too crowded. It was too many people, but it was a good time, but it was a lot of individuals there. Uh, We may have to get a bigger venue, but we're going to go ahead and start helping individuals plan. We've got to do something. And so a vision board party for the beginning of the year is a good thing. I am a big believer in manifestation. So what you believe and what you think about and what you look at happens the most. And I know Lynn Richardson talked about that. Uh, in her show, but we really, really want to make sure that our community is getting what they need and are reaching and obtaining their goals. And one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is because three or four times this weekend, somebody walked up to me and said, I had $10,000. How do I get rich quick with the $10,000? Or they said, I got $2,000. How can I make some money? What can I do? And I, I, when I explained to them that I'm coming to this space or in this space with the approach of slow and steady. I saw a couple deer in headlights because they weren't expecting me to say that. They were expecting me to say that this was get rich quick because that's what they've heard and this is not that. And so we've just got to do more and more education. We've got to do more due diligence. We've got to really dig and make sure, again, that our community has the right information, no matter what that means. You know, we may, people may turn away from cryptocurrency because it's not getting them the type of return that they want to see right away. But I let, I am saying to you that there are going to be some things happening in the next 18 months that may be turning people away from a lot of different types of investments. Um, and that's just based on what's happening in the market. And so we are all getting ready to go through uncharted times. And so my suggestion, again, is that you just add a tiny bit of Bitcoin to your portfolio. Now, if you're doing some other things, I know a lot of you have gotten involved with opportunities that have Bitcoin attached to it. That's absolutely fine. But your Bitcoin holdings need to be in place as well. And so you want to make sure that you get that in place. And if you're lucky enough to, and I shouldn't say lucky enough, because I don't know if lucky is the right word. If you are fortunate enough to be able to hold one Bitcoin clean, free, and clear in your wallet, in your private wallet, in your ledger, in your trezor, it will be a great thing because you will hold just one of these little coins out of 21 million. And that's a big, big deal. It's a big, big deal. I can't even express how big of a deal that is, but it's a big deal. 
And hopefully and prayerfully, as we create Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, that you all are able to do $6 here and there, do $60 here and there, but eventually wind up with one whole Bitcoin before the price actually skyrockets. And so that's what we're looking forward to doing. And so I'm hoping that, you know, we continue to shed a little bit of light on what the plan is because it's time to plan. And so we've got to make that happen. And um, we are um, we are just so, so close to the new year. And as this year comes to a close, it's really time to start thinking about next year. And I know a lot of people are like, let me just get past Christmas. And then it's going to be, let me get past New Year. But you have got to start planning right now because um, this, what we're living right now cannot be a pipe dream or a wish for the future. Uh, It's got to happen. It's got to arrive. We've got to be intentional. We've got to live on purpose. And so I am hoping that each and every one of you can take some time between now and I'm going to say January the 7th to really start to imagine yourself on these days next year. What do you want? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to live? What would you like to have accomplished by this time next year? And so in order to do those types of things, what you're going to have to do is work backwards today so you know exactly the steps to get there. And so if you say, I want to, you know, purchase a house, which Lynn Richardson was talking about last hour, then what you need to do, what you need to do is you need to be working on your credit. And maybe your credit is good. Maybe you need a down payment. Maybe you need to go to NACA. Uh, I don't hear many people mentioning NACA, and it's N-A-C-A. You all can look that up at a later date. They help you with your down payment and some of the things that you need to pay uh, closing costs. And so NACA is a great program, and maybe that's where you are. Maybe that's where one of your children are. Maybe you've got a child that's at home that's saving money, and they need to take advantage of what's going on uh, with the NACA program because it's still there. It's still available. I just actually talked to a representative this morning about some things that we wanted to do in this homeless project. And so there are just so many things that you need to start planning today so that they come out the funnel next year, next week, next month. And so that's how I live my life, intentional, but I always work backwards. What is it that I want to do? Where do I want to be next year this time? How much money do I have to want to have saved? And that lets me know how much I can spend every month based on what I'm bringing in today. Do I need to make more money? Do I need to go out and get a side business? Successful people know that their key to success is not just having a goal, but it's also planning how in the world they're going to get there. And even sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, when it does not look like you are going to get there, you need to keep moving in that direction as if it is. And I have lived by that my entire entrepreneurial life. And I've been an entrepreneur for 28 years now, ladies and gentlemen. And I have sometimes started the week not quite knowing how I'm going to make payroll. But I don't go in on Monday saying, oh, my goodness, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make payroll on Friday. So let's not do anything today. It's no, let's get in there. Let's make it happen. Let's do this. And you got to put your mind 
and focus on the end goal, the end result, and it just somehow always winds up being exactly what you need it to be. And so I want to help you make that plan for 2023. And I'm going to be doing the same work for myself and my family that you're going to be doing, and we can work together uh, throughout uh, next week. We're going to start next week just kind of picking and choosing and doing a couple of things on air. And some of those things have to do with old money, but most of it is going to do with the new money. But we've got to get our community ready to plan to have a fantastic 2023 and beyond because there's so much to do and to look forward to. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into Binance. And what I told you all last week when I read the article, what I was thinking, and it is absolutely true. So when we come forward, we'll talk about Binance and their proof of reserves. This is KBLA. Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. Well, there's something happening in the morning that I must tell you about before we wrap the show today. The House hearing begins tomorrow, Tuesday, December 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern, which means at 7 a.m. Pacific. The committee is hoping to get underlying factors that led to the crash of the $32 billion cryptocurrency exchange, FTX. And so Maxine, our chairman, our chairwoman, uh, Maxine Waters and Patrick McHenry are going to be holding this. Uh, hearing tomorrow for Sam Bankman-Fried, and this is going to talk about, he's supposed to be telling us why and what led to this collapse of his exchange. And again, it's just his exchange, not the entire cryptocurrency uh, industry. And so separately on Wednesday, there's also a Senate committee on banking, housing, and urban affairs that will host their own hearing titled Crypto crash, why the FTX bubble burst and the harm to consumers. This is where I am a little bit afraid that they're going to try to make cryptocurrency or Bitcoin specifically only for accredited investors because that will benefit them. Uh, And so I just had to say that really quickly because those of you that can tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m., it should be live. It's the actual hearing. It should be on CNN and all those This is the biggest news in crypto in a very long time. So I think everyone will have some part, if not all, of the hearing on the show, on their show. So please listen in. What we'll do tomorrow as I come on, we'll talk about some of the highlights and some of the points. And I'll have a couple people that will speak to what they thought about the hearing and really bring some um, information to our community, really what's in it for us. What can we take from it? What can we glean from it? You know, just just all of those things. So we're going to do that tomorrow. And so because we are at the top of the hour, we're going to do our daily dollar cost average. We will get into the uh, Binance proof of reserve information probably tomorrow. But basically, It's just that Binance is proof that they have reserves. If they're holding on to your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency, be aware because they found some red flags. When I read it, I felt the same thing, but and I said it actually live on the air. And so, again, this is another exchange that is holding on to your Bitcoin or your crypto and has 
had massive gains because they have not had to give you your coin because you didn't come and ask for it. And so they're doing whatever they want to do. And then when you come and log in and request that it's withdrawn to your wallet, that's when they have to show and prove that they have it. And so because people don't do that and people hadn't been taught to do that, they have just been enjoying themselves. So there are some things at Binance, unfortunately, that have not added up. And now they are under scrutiny for what they're actually doing and the information that they have not shared with the public. And so looks like we're going to see more of the same. And so that is why it is so critically important that you self-custody yourself because nobody really knows what these companies are doing because they've not had to report to anybody. And so that's been the way, the, the, the rule in the land, it looks like. And everybody has been uh, adhering to those, to that non-regulation, uh, non having to, not having to uh, look to anyone to answer any questions about what their board of directors looks like, et cetera, et cetera. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to do our daily dollar cost averaging on our own. A DCA a day keeps poverty away. And so we're going to do $6 today on the Black Wall Street wallet. You all, please go and, if you can, follow me and get your $6 worth of Satoshis today. $6 worth of Satoshis is not a whole Bitcoin. It's just a small incremental part of a Bitcoin. But soon you will have an entire Bitcoin. And we are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. If you have any questions or concerns, please email me at asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Asknajaroberts at gmail.com. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.